Can everybody hear me? Can you hear me? Somebody put in the chat there. Yes. Oh. yes. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, let's see, I got it recording. Yes. A little song just to get things going here. Let's see here. I will get it moving. you probably know that I'm kind of getting into making music again after not doing it for quite a long time and uh, I'm enjoying it that was a song I recorded a couple years ago let's see here stop the share here here we go welcome everybody uh nice to see you all here nice and bright and early I I'm really excited about this particular topic tonight uh Looking forward to uh, getting into it. I've been thinking about it a lot all week. It's been on my mind almost every single day, actually. But first, I just want to like make a couple of comments um, about Black Friday. <laughs> so, so Black Friday used to be real exciting. I mean, I'm a double diamond. I mean, you know, I love to buy stuff, but you know, I don't have anything that they don't have anything that I want anymore. And it's a little frustrating <laughs> as a double diamond. So I read this article the other day. The guy said it was an article, you know, on news. And the guy said, I don't need a TV, but I'm probably going to get one. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel, too. I mean, I don't need a computer. I don't need a new TV. What else is there? Just a bunch of stuff. I mean, it's kind of hard. Uh, it's nice that things are cheaper, uh, but you know, I usually get them when I need them. You know, so what are you going to do? Anyway, that's my little uh, gripe about about Black Friday. No big deal. So here we are, moving along into the holiday season, and the best thing about Christmas is that we start thinking about other people. We get our mind off of ourselves a little bit and we think, oh, I want to give somebody something, you know, and we have a almost three-year-old boy. And of course, everything's focused around him. And um, we haven't, you know, Lena and I have been together for seven years and we've never had a Christmas tree. We're going to have a Christmas tree this year. Why? Because we have a three-year-old and it means something to them. 
it means a lot to him that Christmas tree lights and tree and presents under the tree and all that stuff. So, you know, it gives you a reason to give. That's, that's really all that Christmas is really about. Of course, if you're in the business of selling things, it's all about making some more money. And there's all these Black Friday, Cyber Monday, who knows, they'll have probably in a year or so, they'll have something on Wednesday and something on the following Friday or <laughs> Black Friday the 2nd, who knows, you know. The, the that's traject the trajectory of things anyway so we have you know black friday and now we got cyber money well what's gonna be what's gonna be on tuesday and wednesday coming up here so to start out to talk tonight about the power of yes uh i'm gonna first tell you a little bit of story which i'm gonna tie into into the talk a little bit later so i had a uh, a client oh this has been a few years back, maybe 15, 20 years ago, but I always remembered her. She was a tenant clubs and she was very smart. She got a reading and she had this relationship with this guy and she had just broke up with him. And uh, it, it just wasn't a good relationship. I mean, you know, she wanted it to be a good relationship, but it just wasn't a good relationship. And there were just things that, that about him that just really didn't work. But, you know, she had been alone for a long time and it was very hard to let, let it go. It was very hard to let it go. It was very hard to, to just stop seeing him or stop talking to him. But she, she knew she had to do it. And I confirmed that in the reading with her. I mean, I'm, I don't tell people what to do, but I told her how bad it was without even her telling me. So she called me back about a week later and said, well, I have this new thing that I do. And I said, well, yeah, okay, what's that? She goes, well, I put a rubber band around my wrist. And every time I start thinking about this guy and the good parts of our relationship, I just snapped that rubber band on my wrist real hard to, to help me remember how bad it really was. So she would pick this rubber band, snap it on her wrist and sting herself in order to remind herself of how crappy that relationship was. Now, that's a funny story. And uh, you'll, see, you'll see later how that ties in with our topic tonight. So I'm gonna make uh, a distinction here between what I call real and imaginary. Like what's real and what is imaginary. So, you know, I'm, I often wake up at night. This is a thing that I have going on that I wake up at two o'clock, one o'clock or three o'clock, four o'clock, sometime, usually once or twice at night, I'll wake up. And sometimes I'll wake up with this sense of dread and I'll think about uh, the future and things that I'm worried about happening, okay? Now that is completely imaginary. You know, like I might be laying in the bed and I'm warm and comfortable, you know, well-fed, you know, having a good life by every definition. <clears throat> but here I am lying in bed, projecting into the future some scary stuff. And my, my whole body's reacting to it. I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like, you know, my chest getting tight and I'm feeling 
my breath gets shallow and so forth and so on. All the physical uh, reactions to the thoughts I'm having, uh, the body's reacting to the thoughts I'm having. And these are imaginary thoughts. They're not real. They're not real. That's, that's the distinction I want to make. So real is what is actually happening in the here and now, okay? Real is what is really happening. Not what happened and not what you think or what you are imagine may happen. Now, the definition of suffering is the difference between what we're imagining and what is actually real. That's, it's very, very simple. And, and I think if you think about this, if you, if you take your time to really delve into this, this is really, I'm finding this to be extremely helpful for me. And I think you might too. I'm gonna to give you some ideas and I'm gonna give you an exercise, something you can actually try uh, yourself. It's kind of working for me. And I, th I think it's great. So this, there's this real world that we live in and the things that are going on. And then there's our imagination. Okay. And usually our imagination, not always, our imagination is not always negative, but it often is. Like the imagination we have about the future is often negative. And so we tend to think about the future a lot. And we either think about something that we want, like, I want this, like, I want this, I want this experience. I want to do this. I can't wait till I finish this and get this done and make this money and then do this, go on this vacation, have this experience. I don't know, you know, whatever it is, go out, party. There's, there's, this is the one side of the imaginary is like wanting something and thinking about it and imagining it. And then the other side of it is thinking about something that is scary that might happen in the future because, you know, for whatever reason, maybe you got a phone call, maybe you got a text, an email, maybe you got a letter in the mail, maybe you looked at your cards and you saw bad cards in your future, whatever the thing. Either way, it's one or the other. It is either something we're afraid is going to happen or it's something that we want to happen, that we, we desire, okay? What's very interesting about both of these is if you, if you watch carefully, both of these create a sense of disease, like not being at ease. Either one, like when you're fantasizing about something that you want or thinking about something that you're afraid or afraid it might happen, if you feel, if you stop and, and close your eyes and feel what's going on in your body, in either of those situations, you're going to find that there's a discomfort there. Of course, I think there's a little bit more discomfort when you're thinking about something really scary, especially if it's something that's really, really scary. Like, like maybe you had a test for cancer and you haven't got the results back and you won't get the results back for two or three days and you've been having some symptoms. Okay, you know, so those kind tend to be a lot more intense. But even when you're thinking about things that you want to have happen, there is a sense of disease there, disease, not being at ease. Okay. Whereas if you come back into the moment, if you come back into what's happening right now and really check it out, you're probably just fine. You're probably really good. 
and you can get to a place of peace, okay? So it comes down to this, like, now, and wait a minute, let me just go into that a little bit more because I wanna talk about this imaginary thing a little bit more. So another thing that happens a lot is that we're going through our day, we're going about our day and we're talking to people, maybe we're talking to our partner or our friends or whatever, people that we work for, people that work for us. And something that happens or something that's said causes us to feel upset, okay? Maybe you're just driving. Somebody cuts you off. Maybe that gets you really mad. Maybe you get really mad over that. Uh, or maybe you get really scared by something that happens on the road. It, 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 it can happen when you're all alone or it can happen when you're out and about. It can happen anytime during the day that something that happens causes an upset in us, okay? Like an upset. Okay, now, here's the little secret here with this, okay? And you may not believe me when I say this, because I'm gonna say it. You may not actually believe it. You may say, oh, well, that's not really true. Uh, but I think if you, if you take a really deep look at it, I think you'll find that this is true. I'm finding it to be true. And that is that anytime I am upset, it's always because of something I imagined Okay, always. And it's always because of something that's not actually real. Like you may say, oh, well, that guy cutting me off is what made me mad. Yes, but that's not really what made you mad. What made you mad was what did that mean to you that that guy cut you off? I mean, you may not be one of these people that gets upset about somebody cutting you off. I don't, I'm not saying that you are, but a lot of people are. But think about anything else that upsets you. It's not the event itself because there's a lot of other people out in the world who would go through the same event and not be upset. They wouldn't be upset. So why is it upsetting you? Why are the things that upset you upsetting you? Like what is, what's the secret here? What is, what is it? It's the meaning that this has to you. There's a meaning applied to that. And this meaning, by the way, is imaginary. It's completely not real. It's like real and imaginary are like, exclusively opposite each other, okay? It's either real or it's imagined, okay? So every, I'm, I'm noticing this about, I'm noticing this about my own life and about, you know, just my process throughout the day. Like I'm watching things that upset me and I'm going, huh, there's another thing that I'm imagining and it's making me feel whatever, upset, angry, sad, uh, worried, uh, afraid, whatever, okay? So think about this, think about this. Think about every moment of your day, what things happen when something happens and you feel upset. Like now I'm, I'm realizing I can, I can stop right there and go, this is imaginary. And guess what? Imaginary is not real. This is the thing. So, so it comes down to this. It comes down to anything that upsets us is not real. It's not real. If you, if you were to look into it really deeply, you'll find that it's not real. Anything that, that causes an upset in you or me, it's not based on anything real. It's based on something unreal, some memory, something from the past, but it's, 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 we have a reaction to it as if it was real because 
our mind is imagining that it was real. And it's not, again, it's not the event itself. It's what the event means to us. So it does take, this requires us to have an inward look at ourselves, just enough to, to really get to the bottom of what is upsetting us. Like when something's upsetting you, uh, you it's not the event. It's, it's something about what it's saying to you. Is it somehow less, is it somehow uh, demeaning you? Is it making you feel less important or threatening your sense of importance? What is it? Is it threatening your sense of security? Whatever it is, I, I can tell you right now that it's always false. Anything that's upsetting you, what you're thinking is true is not true. Okay, it just isn't true. Okay, now just, just take that in for a moment and just see what that does. Okay, what, what that can do. Imagine that every time you get upset, you had the awareness to go, oh, Oh, I'm getting upset about this. Oh, oh, this isn't real. I'm thinking it's real, but it's not real. I'm thinking it's real, but it's not real. I, I can tell you it's not real. It's imaginary. What is real is what's happening in the moment. Now, your interpretation of what's real is, is, what's, at, is what's being called into question here, okay? The interpretation is the imaginary part, the imaginary part. It may be, may, may be based on your past experiences and you may have it all figured out and you think, well, this isn't right and I'm going to be upset about this because this isn't right and I'm right and this is wrong. All that stuff is total mental imagination bullshit, okay? All of it, it is. I'm telling you, if you want to be free in your life, if you want to be happy, if you want to be at ease and at peace, you're gonna to have to be willing to question every time you get upset and ask yourself, can I say yes to what is happening right now? Not, and, and sometimes it means you have to say yes to what your reaction is. Like you may have to just be willing to accept that, hey, I have this reaction, that's what's real right now. Okay, I have to be with that. I have to be with that reaction and be okay with that reaction. But just having that, that kind of awareness where you catch yourself, in the reaction to things can slow everything down so that now you're making some choices there. Now, what I'm, I have this exercise that, I'm, that I just started doing and it kind of just came to me uh, the other night. And I think it's, I'm just really, I'm feeling really good about it. I'm feeling like this is gonna be very, very helpful for me. So, you know, what I do is I, I take some time to, uh, to relax. I take like a nap. Okay. But I don't know if a nap, I just sit there and I just really often just lay there and just really get deeply reacts, but then relax. But then I think about things. Okay. So as I'm thinking about things and I'll notice, is it a fantasy about the future? In which case my, I, I get a little bit off center. Like I can tell, like my mind's going off in the future. And I can feel that I'm being pulled away from this really nice, relaxing moment. And I can feel that my breath gets a little quickened, that, that uh, my, I can feel in my heart a little bit of a constriction when I'm, when I'm fantasizing about something in the future. And then also when I start thinking about something in the future that's, that's, that's a scary thing, the same thing happens. And usually those are more intense, of course. 
but I'm, I'm finding that I can just stop it right there because I know, I know my mind really knows that those things are not real. Those things are not real. Okay. Maybe I want to make them real. or Maybe I want to avoid making them real, but they're not real. And they're taking away from my peace of mind. So I'm able to just stop it and say, drop that. Just drop it. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that fantasy to take away my peace of mind. And I don't need to worry about that thing in the future that is totally imaginary. I don't need that either. I don't need those thought forms in my, in my consciousness right now. You know, I'm just going to go back to like feeling my heart and, and feeling the warmth in my heart and the energy that's just emanating from my body and just go back to that. Okay, it's not that I'm going to stop thinking, but I'm going to catch myself when I start doing these fantasies, these imaginary fantasy thinking. Uh, and, even, and it can even be like fantasy thinking about the past, like going over something in the past that I really liked. It was something that was pleasurable or, or something that was bad. You know, we often relive negative things in the, in, in the past, too. Like it, it can be any of those things. All right. But all of those things that are that are imaginary, they're not real. Let's just let them go. Let's just let's just live without them for a day and see how the life goes. You know, I was I was I was watching myself today because, you know, I I'm not that aware of every moment of my day. So I'm, I'm going through my morning and my son has woken up and my wife's up and I'm watching how I'm relating to everything that's happening in the morning, you know this uh, oh i'm going for this i'm avoiding that you know my mind is going uh, 50 miles an hour about the future uh whatever and um and i'm consciously catching myself and coming back to what's real coming back to what's real and saying yes to what's real this is the power of saying yes because all of our suffering comes from saying no saying no means bringing up scary thoughts or and, and, and just resisting what's happening, like reinterpreting it as being something bad. So what we do is when we say no is something happens, we interpret it as a negative, then we push it away. That's saying no, okay? And that creates suffering, always creates suffering over and over again. And we have it, it goes throughout the day. It's like every minute of the day, there's something going on. If you really pay attention, the more I'm paying attention, the more I'm seeing like every moment of my day, there's an opportunity to see what is my mind up to? What, what's going on here in my thoughts, my thought forms? And am I connecting with what is real right now? Or am I going off into some past or future fantasy, whatever, memory or, or fantasy about the future? So this, I, I find this to be extremely helpful. I've been watching, I watch a lot of, um, uh, uh, Rupert Spira on YouTube. He's got a lot of videos, Rupert Spira. And he's, a, you know, basically a uh, non-dual teacher like Eckhart Tolle and others. And, you know, he has a video on saying yes to what's real too, but um, just saying yes to what is basically. But this struck me in just a particular way. So I wanted to share it with you guys tonight about this because I know everybody here is on a spiritual path. And I think there's a stage where 
there's a stage where we accept these negative thoughts coming up in our mind. You know, we, we, we accept them. We feel the emotions. That's a step. It's a really important step. Like it's, it's a big step from ignoring how we're feeling and trying to avoid it by going into some kind of pleasurable experience or, or drugs or sex or whatever kind of escape our work can be work escape it can be all kinds of things right so there's it's a big step to be able to accept those feelings and to face those feelings but then there's another step where you can just say i'm tired of this i'm tired of of, of losing my energy to these negative thoughts and they're not real and i really know that they're not real so i'm just going to say no to these thoughts i'm just going to like just drop them when they show up I'm just going to drop these thoughts. Or if I already have a reaction, I'm going to say yes to my reaction. You have to also accept yourself in there. You have to be kind to yourself as well during this whole process. It's not like a, it, one trick doesn't work for everybody. And this may or may not work for you. But it's working for me. And I thought I would share it with you guys because I, it was really interesting for me to realize. And I realized this just last night, too. Like, it's time for me to start just consciously letting them go instead of letting them just kind of come over me and then I feel them and, you know, let the feeling go through me and all that stuff. Okay. Sometimes a no can be a yes. <laughs> Did you ever hear that expression? Sometimes a no can be a yes. Uh, and that's how I feel right now. I think right now my saying no to some of these errant thoughts, these thoughts going off in different directions, is a way for me to say yes to my life and to my energy, okay? So that's my little chat for the night. We're gonna go into uh, Q&A here in a few minutes. Uh, if you would like to uh, ask a question or if you'd like to share something, please raise your hand. Um, there's a little button for it, or I don't know exactly how you do it if you draw calling it on the phone, but there's certainly a button on the app and most of you are on the app. So just raise your hand and I'm gonna play another one of my little songs here. I'm sure some of you have already heard this, but uh, why not? <laughs> just a quickie. Huh. Oh, I know what happened, hold on. Here we go.
we started The things that we said The dreams that we dreamed The future that we had Don't let it go, don't let it disappear This love of ours was meant to last for years I'm right here baby I'm sticking to the end Please come back to me You've been so far away So By the way, uh, happy birthday to everybody who's born today. And I want you to know I've had <clears throat> I've had quite a few friends uh, in the past 20, 30 years that were born on this birthday. Somehow we always run into each other and we always get along really well. It's a four of hearts and a six of clubs. It's really interesting because people born on this birthday, they, they have a strong sense of family, but they also have a very strong drive. In, to be career oriented and to achieve something in their life. So it's a very interesting birthday. Okay, we're gonna start out with uh, Teresa. Teresa, are you there? Yeah, hi, Robert. How are you? Really good. Um, I love everything you were talking about today. I have been struggling the last three weeks with exactly what you were talking about and just coming to terms with it because I'm just so tired of, um, it wears, that, you, it wears you out completely. Exactly. And I'm exhausted. Like your words were mine. And I, so I finally just started to pray. I went, you know what, universe, I need help. I want some answers, need some. And it's just really nice knowing that, um, you know, you're part of the journey. And, uh, and I like the way you just simplified it, you know, and you're like, um, because I'm so tired of it. It's like that I've had enough. So I just want to say thank you. And it's kind of cool. Everything, <laughs> even the way you started talking about a couple other things when you started, it's really cool. So Robert, my question is, um, uh, there's a business deal that I think would be really good to do. Um, it's in the health and fitness area. And I want to work with this four of clubs guy. And I'm probably just far more motivated than, than he is. It's um, it's worked for me. It's to do with um, uh, like, I'm, I'm an athlete and I've been uh, had been knocked unconscious just through sports. And um, he, he's a chiropractor and he knew right away within 10 minutes, he said, you know, have you been knocked unconscious? And he put me on <clears throat> this program and in about two months like my head is just screwed right back on. I can be organized. I'm focused. <clears throat> and uh, so Teresa, can you uh, shorten your story so we can get right to the yeah. part? So I would like, do you see that if, if I, do you see that this is a year, like I really feel I can make, again, a, lot of, I can make a lot of money working this What's program. Birthday? What's your birthday? Uh, October 27th, 1959. Okay. Okay. So this guy's a four clubs and what's his birthday? uh june 26 1961 okay so he's a four clubs and he's also a six of hearts okay yeah and we've we've got a lot of jupiter connections and um he had this program running down in the states but i 
would like to um, get, whether I work on a financial level with him and finance him to get this program going here. Um, and if he doesn't do it, I want to do it myself. Like, is this something like, I just feel like this is a year. If I tap into the right thing, I could make some big bucks. I just feel really focused and wanting to, uh, I do my astrology and counseling, but that's like small bucks. I want really, really big bucks. Okay. Hold on one second. I got to mute some people that came in in one second. There we go. Well, I mean, you've looked at your cards, I'm sure, right? Yep. So where do you see big money? Do you see big money anywhere? Well, I see the seven of diamonds and I see it in my, in my seven year, uh, my seven year, I'm in my Neptune, queen of diamonds, seven of diamond, 10 of hearts. This would be working with groups. Right. Right. Um, and you have a seven of diamonds long range, but you know, honestly, you don't have a lot of money cards other than that in the spread. So it's possible, but you're in a Neptune year. I would be a little cautious, but I would proceed, but I would be a little cautious. Okay. Because I'm in a Neptune year, does that make it more like I'm imagining more than what it could be? I, I normally don't say that, but I somehow feel that about okay. you this year. But I look at your, in your Uranus period, you have an eight of diamonds and seven of diamonds. And that looks promising, that Uranus okay. period, which is not until July and August of next year. Okay. So, you know, if you're thinking something sooner than that, I don't see indications of large money before then. A seven of diamonds can bring a lot of money, but when it's a long range card, you just don't know. It's like a focus, but it not, not necessarily because it's actually showing up, you know, not actually because money's actually appearing. It, it well, it would just, take, obviously we'd have to put programs together. We'd have to put the program together. There'd be a lot of footwork. It's not immediate, but. Um, it is your Venus card this year, the four of clubs. So that's a good sign. And yeah. he's all, but you also have a nine of spades and a six of hearts in Mars, and that's his card also. And mm. it, it may not last very long. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. You, well, know then that... you know, all the business books say about business, they, they all, the first rule of partnership, you what? Know, don't do partnership. <laughs> okay. Well, then I could hire him as a consultant and do it myself. That's right. That would be much better. Hire him. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome, Teresa. Thank you. Have a okay. nice night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, let's see here. Hold on. What did I just do? Uh, doo -doo. Okay, I'm going to get Heather in. Heather, are you there? She might have stepped yeah, in. I'm here. Okay, I wanted to make sure that I got to you. Awesome. Yeah, um, so <laughs> where do I start? Um, my birthday, 11, 1981. Oh, I was thinking of a different Heather, actually, but that's okay. Uh, what Heather are you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, you are Heather Whitehurst. Wait a minute. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I am. oh I, I'm confused. That's okay, though. Tell me your birthday again. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 11, 1981. Okay. Hang on. Okay, gotcha. Now, what's on your mind? Uh, COVID. I got COVID brain right now. Um, <laughs> it's funny. My other friend, who's Heather, that I thought you were, she has COVID too. That's why I got COVID. <laughs> she's not. She's not here tonight, though. 
<laughs> Maybe it's attracted to Heather's. Um, yeah. So I've, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in, I think I'm in Uranus uh, uh, spread right now. As no, in, you're in, well, in the yearly spread, you're at Mercury, but you're in Uranus year. Yeah, that's what I mean. And it's a queen of hearts. Um, and I'm dating someone that's eight or uh, March 8th, 1986. Okay. So I'm kind of curious about that. Um, he's five years younger. Talking about having kids, and I just see a couple of those Queen of Hearts, and I'm like, um, but I also don't know if. Well, here's the thing, you know, you don't really want to get tied down by kids. I don't think, do you? Well, you're a double, you're a double five. <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> I've. I used to want kids and then it just kind of never happened because I've always been with people that, you know, there's five, I guess I'm always attracted to people that I can't tie down if I'm not the one that can't be tied down. And then, I don't know, it's just kind of been an idea. So mm -hmm. I don't know what my, if this two of spades is like a good combo for me. Um, well, he's, Got that king of spades back, so. Yeah, he's a two of spades, king of spades. And, uh, you know, you have connections with him for sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, do you see him showing up in your cards? I don't see many indications of him this year. He was my long range last year. Oh, this is this year. So, yeah. Right. But we've been dating since last year. Gotcha. So. Yeah, that. That helps. Yeah, I was just seeing if that's like, if if it seemed, I mean, because I know that I'm always in his spreads because that King of Spades, I'm that's always right. Venus that's right. That's right. to him. Yeah. So I just so, kind of wonder how it works backwards, you know. So he was your long range card last year, you said? Yeah. Um, I don't see it. It was in one of my underlying cards, I think. Well, the, the King of Spades. No, oh, I see. Maybe there was an underlying card. Yeah. Oh, my two. It was my two of hearts long range, I think. Oh, so you're so you're reading a two of hearts spread. I don't do that. Oh, because I was a two of hearts last year. Every other year. Well, no, you displaced the two of hearts, but it. it I don't read the two of hearts spread. Uh, mm. I don't read that as being your spread, even though you're sitting in that spot. You're still an ace of clubs in my book anyway. So, yeah. but either way, he's in your life. Uh, so, you know, it, it just depends. The queen of hearts could be that you, you're, does he want to have a baby, you said? I'm thinking about it. No, does he want to have a baby? He definitely wants a baby. Oh, uh, okay. So, well... That's, it's going to be a topic for sure. You can count on that. It's going to be a topic, whether it actually happens. You know, you look at yeah. the, I look at the result cards for stuff like that, you know, and you do have a King of Hearts result in one of your spreads. So, hey, it's a possibility. Um, but it sounds to me like you guys need to have some talks about this and get clear about it as much as you can.
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like really, really yeah. talk it out. Like get clear about what you actually want, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I was looking at that five of clubs has nine of diamonds and nine of spades, I think. Um, yeah, Pluto, Pluto result. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? Well, you know, those things, those could be good or bad. Like you having a kid would definitely change your whole lifestyle. Yeah. I'm also in the physical therapist assistant program and COVID's really made it hard for me to get my clinical hours and to well, yeah, you're going to have to, you're going to have to be with the COVID until it's finished, you know? Yeah. But, but so, you know, like I, I, like I said, in the group, it's probably not going to last a long time. That's the good news. Yeah. Because you're in mercury, you got it in mercury. So that's not too bad. So I'm sorry I can't be more helpful like about this, but I just got a feeling you guys need to talk a little more because there's a part of you that wants this, but there's a lot of you that doesn't want to be tied down by something like a kid. So, you know, just talk it out with yourself and with him. I would highly recommend that. I mean, does he want to get married? I mean, he's very marriageable, but you, you're debatable. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Leaning towards, leaning towards not really ever. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, COVID will give me a long time to think about it. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll have a have some talks with him and get see if you guys can get clear. Maybe there's some way you can have your cake and eat too. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing about having a kid, though. Uh, and you probably already know this, but. A kid binds you to another person for life, even if you're not married, you're bound to them for life because I mean, for at least 20 years, you know, maybe longer because you have a kid and you'll always be communicating with them about the kid. Even if you're not together, it's going to be about the kid over and over and over again. Follow me? What I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's why I'm kind of like looking at his cards and seeing how compatible we are because yeah regardless it it would be at least an 18 year span so yeah i i would if you can afford it i would suggest you get a reading with me i can go into a lot of depth with this astrology and your astrology and stuff and tell you everything it'll be could be helpful but you know it's up to you okay okay heather thank you for being on the show tonight appreciate it thanks robert you're welcome bye-bye Okay, Reva, are you there, Reva? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Robert. Hi, how's it going, Reva? Good. I'm not too loud, am I? No, you're good. You're good. So, yeah, your introduction was awesome. The yes thing, oh, my God, I'm trying to do that. I, I'm thinking the same way you are. I'm on the same wavelength. I'm just like, oh, my God, <laughs> talking about this. What is going on with my brain? Um, but yeah, I am trying to do that. I'm trying to get back to reality, stick with the present, um, stop making up all these fantasies in my head. So my question to you, Robert, is um, I'm thinking about helping my husband with his, um, his business as far as franchising it. Uh -huh. um, I don't know if you remember this. I'm a king of hearts. Um, my planetary ruling card, I have two of them, but we usually look at the four of spades and my decadent card is a seven of hearts. And he's a ten of diamonds. He's okay. So seven. your birthday, you are you a Scorpio, King Hearts? Yes. Uh -huh. okay, November. Give me your birthday again. Is it 
1022 or what is it? It's 1120-1970. Okay, thank you. He's what you said? He's a- zero, uh, Yep, 10 of diamonds, he's 060769. So he's a 10 of diamonds and an eight of spades. Yes. Okay, got it. So what, what's the question again? I just wanna reiterate. Thinking about helping him with it, franchising his business. Um, I don't know if I'm in, I'm in Mars right now, seven years. So I don't know if this is uh, um, something that I could do for him. Um, I'm currently working, but I know that I can help him. Uh, uh -huh. But wondering if it's even worth me even thinking about. Well, you know, next year, uh, you have a two of spades as one of your long range cards and you have a two of clubs as a long range card. It seems like that would be a better year for working together. You know, okay. just, it, maybe there's a timing thing. Maybe it's actually going to be work out better next year than this year. I don't know. You know, good, good, uh, good. But, but that two of spades is there. And that's, that's a nice card to have. And you have an eight of spades long range too, um, which is his card. So, you know, that's, it's, it kind of looks like it's going to happen next year. If okay. Helps, if that helps. Yeah, it does. It gives me a little bit more time to think about it. Oh, good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Robert said I had to wait for a year, babe. We'll talk about it in about nine months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> that's all, right, all I got. Yeah. But thank you. And your music is awesome. I love it. Oh, thank you, Reva. I appreciate you saying <laughs> that. Thanks very much. Good night. Good night. Okay. Omar, are you there, Omar? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, so I have two questions. Um, so the first question is about the weekly spread. Sure. Um, I've, I'm new to Cardology. Um, I purchased like pretty much all three books uh, earlier this year. So I'm doing the weekly spread, trying to learn that. And so the environment card is two of hearts. But when I went to go look at it- Yeah, there is no two uh, of hearts environment card in the regular spread. So just read the two of hearts in Jupiter and you'll be good. Just read the two of hearts in Jupiter and I'll be yeah. good. Okay, thank yeah. you. So my second question is, um, I'm a Jack of Diamonds, May 8th, 1986. Okay, yeah. And so one of the patterns that I know that I have is periods of stagnation, and I feel like I'm in one now. The question that I have is, is in terms of uh, next year, I'm supposed to be traveling to South Africa, mm -hmm. and I'm going because, <clears throat> as my card indicates, the Jack of Diamonds is the card of spiritual initiation, and I'm supposed to be going to South Africa for such an initiation, but I don't have the money, and I'm wondering if I should postpone that, focus on school, focus on trying to build a business. It's just that right about now, I just don't know what the hell to do. Yeah. So, you know, being a Four Diamonds uh, ruling card, you're a Jack of Diamonds, Four of Diamonds you kind of have to be willing to work for everything. Yeah, you, four diamonds never have an easy way out. You understand? Yes. But they have a magical power that when they actually put the work in, everything goes better than most people, than for most people. You understand? Like yes. when, when, when they decide to, to, to do the work that's required to get the success that they want, the gates just open wide for them really quickly. Okay. So you have that capacity. I mean, you've got great business sense. 
And, you know, I, you like money. Can you like your freedom? Okay. So, you know, traveling is what you want to do, but you're going to have to come up with the money to do that. See? So why not get creative and find some way to make the money? <laughs> right. Right. And I'm thinking that, but how am I going to raise X amount of money from now to January? So oh, I'm thinking, some, I just... there's so many ways to get the money, Omar. There's so many ways. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could, you could, you could do something to make money. That's one way, right? That's probably, that's my way of doing things is provide a service or, or some goods or services to other people that they value and make money that way. That's one way. I mean, you could do one of these, what do they call them? Where you ask people to donate money to you. You know, you have a cause and they donate it to you. You could try that. Yeah, I, I did that years ago and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, well, it's probably not going to work for four diamonds people because your karma is to work for everything. You understand? You got to right. work. Now, is there anything that you can seek? Because I'm not sure like what I'm in this year. Tell or... me your birthday. With the it's year. May 8th, 1986. Okay, hold on one second. So, you know, okay, so I'm just going to say this. It doesn't seem like you have anything deep going on in your life. Like you don't have like a, a sense of purpose right now. Is that true? Yes. Okay. So do you think that would be helpful to you to have a sense of purpose? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's the question you should be asking, Omar. You should be asking the universe to tell you, what am I supposed to do? What contribution can I make in this lifetime that I would love to do, enjoy doing, and it would also pay well? Like, just ask the universe to tell you. And it'll tell you, but you have to ask. You have to be real specific. You say, I'm looking, I'm ready to do whatever it is I'm meant to do. Please tell me what it is. You follow me? Yes. Okay, because you got a six of spades result card this year. Between now and your birthday, you could actually find out. You might even find out now in this current period. You know, you might even find out now because you're uh, anytime between now and your birthday, you might find out, but it's kind of, if you put your energy into it, if you put your thought and your direction of your mind, say, I want to know what I'm supposed to be doing. You will find out by your birthday. Okay. You will. And that's pretty, that's pretty quick. Cause most people, I spent 10 years asking that question. Literally, you know, I don't know how long you've been asking that, but it's time to get real about it. Like, I really want to know what it is. You know, and then the universe will provide that to you. It always works. You understand? Right. So just in, in, in the interim, I, I guess my question is. I well, guess you, got, you got two I... eights coming up in Saturn. Your Saturn period starts in, in a day or two and you got two eights. Are you ready to work? Yes. Okay. Well, this whatever shows up, you go after it and work it. Okay. But, but what you're wanting you, you want to do whatever it takes to keep yourself going right now and to keep moving forward. But, in, but you, you need to have this background conversation going constantly. What am I supposed to be doing with my life? Okay. And you're right at the right age for this too. 35, that's around the age I was when I discovered what my purpose was. 
It was in my late, it was my mid late thirties. So you're right at the perfect time in your life. If it's really, if it's, if it's truly important to you, okay, you will get it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. I mean, and it could be like, I bet you're going to have your own business next year. <laughs> you have a King of Diamonds long range next year in after May, after your birthday. And I, I think if you, if you put the energy into asking the universe to tell you what it is you're meant to be doing, you're going to get the answer. And that answer is going to take you into a whole new direction that you're really going to love. And it's going to be profitable and give you the freedom that you want to do whatever you want. See? Mm. But you can't, you, you'll never get out of it easy because you're a four diamonds. It, you'll never come without you putting the effort into it. <laughs> like, you know, four diamonds women will often marry a rich guy, hoping that's going to get them out of, you know, the struggle. And they, they end up in a worse situation. They end up becoming a slave to their husbands. <laughs> okay? All right. Thank you. You're very welcome. And nice to talk to you, Omar. Thank you. You too. All right. Okay, Susan, are you there? Susan Peak. I guess Hello, she's Robert. Ah, is that you? That's me. All right, welcome. Um, thank you. Thanks for um, talking to me. Um, I had a question about um, what does it mean if your decanate ruler is also your Saturn card in your life spread? <laughs> Well, um, maybe, you know, maybe you have some Capricorn qualities in you, you know, you probably do. You probably have strong Saturn and Capricorn aspects in your chart, your natal chart, which is not bad. You know, it's not, I mean, Capricorns are all Saturn to themselves. You know, the ruling card is Saturn to their birth card. Okay. Scorpios. Scorpios are Saturn to themselves. Their, their, their second ruling card is Saturn to their first ruling card. So it's not that uncommon, okay? And it's just like when you're Saturn to yourself, it means that you, that you, you discipline yourself, you know? You, you live a life where you discipline yourself, which is, can be very positive. Saturn is not always a bad thing. I mean, has it been bad for you? Um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I um, didn't, I didn't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and if I could just ask about my relationship as well, um, what's your birthday? My birthday is September 8th, 1960. Okay. And my guy is September 17th, 1963. So he is a five of clubs, I believe. Uh, seven of clubs, five of diamonds. Oh, seven of clubs, five of diamonds. Okay, so thank you. I got it. I went the wrong direction. And you're a three of diamonds, ace of spades. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you guys, you guys have like uh, this past life Venus with his five of diamonds. You know, the three of diamonds and the five of diamonds, and him being a seven of clubs makes you Neptune to him. And so what's the question? Like, where do you want this relationship to go in a specific direction? Um, I mean, it's going well, uh, wow. but it seems like he wants to move things along faster than I do. And I just need more time. 
Well, um, yeah, um, he, yeah, he's putting the. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Does sure. that make sense? Or yeah, 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 it makes sense. Well, you're a three, and you're also an ace. I mean, three of, three of diamonds can be indecisive about what they want. Like they want something, <laughs> and then they think about it a little more, and they go, "Oh, well." maybe I want something else, you know, <laughs> and they kind of drive That's themselves true. crazy, you know, with that conversation going on. So it, it makes you indecisive. And right. he, it, but when, it, when a partner is, if he gets too pushy about it, that's not a good sign. You know, if he gets real pushy about it, because that means that he's coming at it from some sense of insecurity or lack of some kind. Right. If, if he's pushing too hard. So, I mean, most guys would be very happy just to have it stay the way it is, you know? I mean, it, that us, I mean usually, okay? So I would take, I would definitely try to, to look into what's motivating him to push, push it, you know what I mean? If he's pushing it. Yeah, I mean, he did, but he, he did respond um, in a good way when I told him I needed more time. He was right with that. So I, I appreciated that. And that's a good, that's a good, that's a good sign. Yeah. It's a good sign. Yeah. And he's um, your long range card next year. So it's, it's looking like he's going to be around for a while. <laughs> okay. It's kind of feeling that way too. And okay. Yeah. I'm happy about it. Sounds well, good. Thank you so much, Robert. You're welcome. Susan. Nice to have you on the show. Oh, thanks. All right. Thank Bye -bye. you. Bye. 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 Okay, Lise, are you there, Lise? That's your birthday. I thought I would call on you. Yes, I'm here, Robert. How are you? Good. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate that greatly. I was just getting ready to say thank you to Nat, Nat's comment about my birthday. Um, <laughs> just uh, trying to make sure that I have perspective on um, this new time frame that I'm going into. Uh -huh. And um, trying to uh, um, stay away from any bad obstacles, like the one that just showed up to lose the house. <laughs> so what year were you born? Uh, 66. Okay. So something just happened just before your birthday or something? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. October um, 13th. I got hit with uh, foreclosure papers. Uh huh. I had uh, filed bankruptcy 10 years ago, and I thought that, um, you know, I had an attorney. I did everything above, above board. I did all of the right things, and um, he didn't file uh, the charge off the, the second lien, um, everything. And um, so it... Uh, Yep. <laughs> it came back with a vengeance. I had no idea. They came back to me about a year and a half later after I had filed the bankruptcy and asked me if I wanted to keep my house. And I said, well, yeah, you know, how do we do this? Is it everything? Is it all locked into one payment? And um, Nation Star said yes. And um, so I picked up, you know, I was able to get back on track again and I picked everything back up. And I had no idea that this uh, second piece of paper was out there and that the attorney didn't do his job. 
Well, it looks like it's over for you there. Okay. In the cards. I mean, I could be wrong about this, but if, if I was to guess looking at your cards, because I see, uh, I see that you have a five of clubs long range and I see that you also have, well, you haven't, you're at the last year of a seven year cycle with a nine result card and a five result card. So everything to me is pointing to you moving and changing. And if you fight this, you're not, it's not going to, it's not going to, you're not going to get anything out of it. If you fight it, I'm just letting you know, because, you know, you are a six of clubs ruler. And so you, you would like to fight it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're, you're a fighter. fighter. You're a fighter. fighter. You're a fighter by nature and you often win. Okay. But you don't, you do not have good legal cards this year. Uh, They're all, they're, they're crap. So, you know, you, you can fight it if you want, but I don't think it's going to get you anything. It's just going to waste your energy and your time and your money, but it's up to you. So, you know, I mean, this may not, this whole situation may not seem fair, but you know, like I was talking about earlier, we don't really know what's really going on, you know, in a way like behind the scenes of the universe, you know, we don't know what the universe has in store for us. Like, I think that on some level, this is going to be a good thing for you, honestly. I just don't, okay. you know, it's just too early to know what exactly it is because we don't, don't often know. We don't often find out the good about it until later, you know, these kinds. Yeah, of that's very true. Do you see the house selling before, let's say, like January 5th? Um, I don't see indications for that. I mean, you do have good cards in this period, and this period goes all the way until January 22nd, 20, yeah, 21st. So you have good cards, but there's no, there's indications of stability and uh, satisfaction. Um, I don't see any losses, okay? So, but I don't see like some indication of a selling. Why, would, would it have to sell before then? It has to sell before January 13th or else it goes to auction. Oh, I see. Well, I would give it, I would put forth my best effort if it were me to sell it. I don't, I see like a 10 of diamonds in Venus. So that's January 21st. So maybe it will sell. Maybe it'll be under contract by then and and the closing won't happen until later. I don't know. I'm just, Mm. there's a possibility. Okay. Yeah. And then, no worries. I get it. My last question would be, um, how's the business, um, how's the construction business going to be over the next year in this new period, my last seven year period? Well, this year, you actually have good cards this year for money. Okay. So I, I don't know what, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. You're probably going to make some money this year. Okay. Good money. Not just normal money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's good. Good money. That, that's good to hear. So I think it's all going to work out. You know, I think it's all going to work out for you. Like, even though it's not something you want right now, I think it's all actually going to turn out to be a good thing at some level. That's my guess. Well, I thank you for that, Robert. And I thank you for the time and the introduction and Happy. acknowledging my birthday that means a lot to me yeah and yeah. um the music made me made me happy and dance a little bit 
Oh, good. Thank you. And have, I'm glad you're having a birthday and I hope you have a, a great rest of your birthday, Lise. Thank you so much, Robert. Blessings. You're welcome. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Okay. Irene, are you there? Yes. Hi. Hello. <laughs> uh, I want to ask you two questions. Uh, one about me and a guy that I've kind of, we've texted back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, my birthday is 2-27-63. Okay. And he is 2-19-65. Okay. So he is, he's a six of diamonds. Is that right? I think so. Uh-huh. Okay. And you're a jack of clubs, four diamonds. And he's a six of diamonds and an ace of diamonds. Yeah. Because he's Aquarian, right? I think he's Aquarian. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, lives the, in a, he, he lives in a different state. And I, um, in Phoenix, and I was going to go over and see my stepson. He lives in Phoenix. And I just want to know when would be a good time for me to go over there after this year, you know, in the... January, February. Is that going to be like after your birthday or before your birthday? What do you think? Either. either it doesn't matter. Okay. Whatever you think. So, um, you know, just so you know, the guy is a six of diamonds and an ace of diamonds. And ace of diamonds, they love to travel for sex, you know? I'm just going to be real blunt with you because why not, right? <laughs> for sex, okay. Yeah, we'll travel for sex. That's their. That's my favorite line for Ace of Diamonds men, you know. Um, so, you know, I don't know what his history is. Uh, he could be just looking for a fun time with you, which is fine if that's okay with you too. It's fine. No big deal, um, you know. I don't see him, I don't see him, well, actually, that's not true. He's showing up as your Venus card next year. So you got, you got good connections with him next year. So who, who knows, you know, uh, okay. you know, um, I, I would be a little watchful, like with six of diamonds, guys, uh, don't, don't talk about money, your money with them, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah no that's interesting some of our texts where he asked a couple of questions i sort of got that feeling that he was interested in money yeah you don't, know, yeah like oh yeah there's no there's no there's no, reason, and I, there's no reason at all for there to be a conversation <laughs> no reason at all at all for him to know anything about your financial situation right right and if he if he presses on with that, then you need to like, just cut him loose like a hot potato. Right. It, it was just a, it was just a slight interest. So, oh, are you still in engineering or do you, is, is, is it, is all you, your, are you, can you just live on your rental income? That was the question. Well, that's, that he not, had. that's not, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. No, 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 it wasn't too bad, but I just got a little bit of that inkling that, you know, that's where his mind is, you know? Well, he is, he is, He's a double diamond. He can't help it. I mean, I'm a double diamond. I mean, I would, I would, I guess I would be curious, you know, like, are you doing okay? You know, it's, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's just a topic, but it's a diamond thing. You're not a diamond. So you may not, well, you actually are a four diamonds. That's one of your cards. Yeah. So 
Yeah, and you guys, you guys have pretty good connections. So I'm just saying, you know, be a little bit slow with it. Don't be in any hurry. And don't, okay. let, don't let him get you in a hurry about anything. Okay. In general, is it, a, I, I would love to be married again. I was, my husband passed away 10 years ago and I had one fling two years ago because, uh -huh. yeah. Is it, will I meet somebody? I'd love to get married. You know, or it's funny, it's funny with, with Jack of Clubs women, it, and I've seen this a lot. This may not be true for you, but I'm going to tell you about it anyway. Like they somehow talk themselves into, uh, uh, they get like a story about relationships that is, it, it makes it almost impossible for a man to approach them. Uh, I don't know if this is true for you, but I've seen this several times. It's like, they got it all figured out in such a way that there's no room for anybody to show up. There's no way a person could show up in their life because it's so constricting of you. And they really are convinced that it's absolutely true. So I don't know if that's the thing you got going on. It sounds like you really want one, but I've heard other Jack of Clubs women say they want one. And then I get into a conversation. And I, well, I'm like, you got it all figured out. Like you're never going to get one, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I mean, nobody, nobody's going to try to talk you out of it because you're the master of arguing and explaining. You know what I mean? Jack of clubs love to have a good discussion about stuff, you know? So it's like, okay, well, have fun. That's all I can say. <laughs> but uh, I'm like, no. I, mean, I see these attractive <laughs> Jack of clubs. It really, it really kind of pisses me off. They're real attractive and everything, but you can't, there's no way you're going to get close enough for them to have a relationship because they got it all figured out. Like it can't happen. And I can't give a specific example of like the, the actual mental thing they create, but it's like a big wall that says no. Uh, so you may not be that person. Okay. Cause you know, no, no, I think I kind of am. I, that kind of brings a little bit true and, and it, it's, it's, yeah, I hadn't thought about it, but I think that it is kind of true. Cause I've had like male friends of mine saying, it's tell me like, God, that guy was hitting on you and you had no clue and you just brushed it off and moved on. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. That's, 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 an, that's like a symptom of what I'm talking about. You know. Yeah. And the, the reason I got married is because a guy I worked with, he, it was his brother and he introduced us and did a four, you know, a, a double date and then asked us again to his house. And then my husband and I got together after that, but I mean, uh, it wasn't, <laughs> you know, yeah, so, natural. You know, if you could hang up your, if you could hang up your head and put it aside, you know what I mean? You know, Jack yeah. and Woods are really, really smart. They're super smart, but it becomes, it be, gets in the way, it gets in the way in the love department. It really does, you know. I mean, so if you could examine some of your beliefs around relationships and stuff, it might, I, you might be able to unravel that thing. I don't know. You know, I can't tell you. I'm a Jack of Clubs guy, decanate ruling card. But I never had that problem because I always wanted that relationship. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, well, well I, you know, wish I wish you good luck there, though, anyway. And, I mean, there's there's love cards almost every year. You got love cards this year. You could meet somebody, but 
is there room? Is there an opening for that? Are you an opening for somebody showing up in your life? That's the question, see? Well, I've got to give up. My, I'm really picky and I need to give that up. That's, it's ridiculous. You, when I'm picking yeah, because you're picking, you're picking them to death. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're picking them. You're picking the whole subject to death. And <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that's kind of a blunt way of saying it, but it's probably true. You know, it's probably true. Oh, that's just a pit. That's just a pit. Is there anything else like next year or the S Brenda S uh, the rest of this year that I need to that would be good for me to work on? You know, for any for this, anything. Oh, okay, this so, so this is this is a Jupiter year for you, and Jupiter years come every seven years, and you get wishes fulfilled in your Jupiter year. So if you really want something, you can get it this year. Okay. okay. And that could be a relationship if that's what you really want. You know, you will have to kind of do something here to make that happen. But you can have that. You can have that if, if you really want it. Uh, the Jupiter will bring you the thing that, or even a person that you really want. It, it'll bring that to you. It's a blessed year. You understand? It's a blessed year. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's important. And I, I don't see any problems this year. You know, I don't see any problems. Okay. Uh, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get involved in in suing anybody this year. If you, I'm not saying you would want to do that, but you don't have good cards for legal stuff this year, so don't do that. Okay. Okay. All right. If a situation arises, mm -hmm. just pass it up. Because uh, you <laughs> would you wouldn't win either. Not this particular year. You don't have the cards for it. All right. Thank uh, you so much. I really appreciate yeah. it. You're very welcome. It's great talking to you. Have a great rest of your evening. Thank you. Bye. Okay, guys, I, we got a lot of people hands up, but we've run out of time here and I've got to go be with my two-year-old. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for showing up tonight. Uh, by the way, I want to mention to everybody, we're going to be having a sale next week. Our, it's going to be our Christmas sale. All of our courses are going to be 20% off and there's going to be a sale on our new software as well. So if you're thinking about getting the software, you've been waiting. Okay. This is going to be your opportunity to get it on sale. If you, if you want, still want it. Uh, so be paying attention. That's, uh, that's happening. Nice to see you, Deborah, Deborah. And nice to see all of you. I just, uh, I see so many people that I consider friends on here tonight. It's like really wonderful. I love seeing all of you guys. And I'm sorry I wasn't able to get to everybody tonight, but it's just a pleasure being with you. So have a great rest of your evening. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you in about two weeks. We're going to have one more show before Christmas for sure. All right. So everybody take care. Thanks, Robert. You're welcome. Have a good night. Thank you, Robert. You're welcome. Thank you. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thank you.